welcome to Vinyl Connection. Um, this started out as a limited run sort of podcast for something to do. My name's Andy Munch. Friends call me Munch. Uh, I did a three-part series under the Vinyl Connection podcast. Um, had a lot of fun with it. Uh, been thinking about ways to get back out here, and it sort of dawned on me it might be interesting to do album reviews. So I'm going to start a series of album reviews, see how it goes. The way it's going to work is it's really going to be more about the quality of product you're going to receive sort of as a way to find out if if it was money well spent. Uh, Vinyl is not cheap and it's not getting any cheaper. Um, In fact, uh, like a lot of things right now, the prices of about everything is going up. The demand of vinyl is through the roof. The pressing plants can't keep up. Uh, vinyl records are more expensive than ever. And like I said, they're not going down. They're going up, folks. So when you want to spend your hard-earned money on a record, you kind of like to know if it's if it's going to be good value or not. And a lot of times... When we buy records, at least when I buy a record, I pretty much know the content of it. I know I like the band, at least. Uh, I know a lot of times it's a record or album I've heard many, many times. I know I like the content itself. So probably three-fourths of my review is going to be geared towards the quality of the vinyl. Uh, what kind of inserts are you get are you getting? Uh, do you get a digital card? Uh, is it a, is it clean? A lot of times you get a record. It's got all kinds of dust and particles. Uh, the pressing process of these things is a dirty process um, for sure. But you know it's nice when you don't have all that crap sitting sitting on your record. So just little things like that. I have a bit of a checklist. I've 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 put together for these things. So I'm going to try to be a little bit consistent of the areas we cover. Um, and so we'll get into it. I will cover content at the end a little bit, just my thoughts on the actual content of the record. Also, at least to start, most of what I'm going to do are the new pressings. Um, cause mostly if you go to a record shop and you're digging through crates and you're buying an old Fleetwood Mac rumors, first pressing or original pressing, look, you, you know, you kind of know what you're getting there. Um, these are, you, you're going to buy this thing brand new. Um, it's probably not cheap again, like we said. And what the heck are you getting? So let's dive into it. Um, there are a lot of possibilities here. So if this works out and is fun and like the other podcasts I do, probably nobody's going to listen to this. But um, if I enjoy it, we'll keep rolling out these things. Um, so the first album is one I just got. It actually just came out. Polarizing band. They're one of those bands that you either seem to really like them or you hate them. There's not a hell of a whole lot of in between, I guess. So the album I'm going to review first is from the band Ghost, and the album is Impera. I hope I pronounced that right. It came out a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Um, I purchased this from Amazon, and I will be flat honest. I'm going to try to give you where I bought it from and the price if I've got it, uh, some of the stuff if I dig deep 
into my collection. I may not remember, but at least I have a rough idea. I think it's important to at least have a ballpark of what the cost was because that, that determines whether you get some value or not. Um, so I purchased this from Amazon, and I'm not going to, you know, apologize for that. Um, I buy a lot from Amazon. I live in Bradford, Pennsylvania, which is basically the middle of nowhere. And I don't have a local shop to go to. The closest really good area I have to go get vinyl is in around the Buffalo, New York area. And I do make a few trips a year, make a thing of it, um, hit a few shops. And I definitely like to support local, but to be honest, where I live, if I want a record, you know, I'm not going to jump in the car and drive an hour and a half to buy a record. If I'm going to drive in an hour and a half and do my record trip, I'm dropping, I'm planning to drop a couple hundred, few hundred dollars, make a trip of it, make it worthwhile. And the only other option in Bradford, Pennsylvania for records is Walmart. So you want to buy from Big Boy Walmart or Big Boy Amazon. So again, not going to apologize. I do buy most of my records from Amazon. I will also say a lot of times, not as much as off they used to, they will offer a digital copy called the Auto Rip with your purchase. And that is a perk because fewer and fewer records now are coming with that digital card to give you the digital copy, which is kind of a bummer considering how much these things cost. So I paid $21.49 shipped for my copy of Ghost Impera from Amazon. It did not come with the auto rip after I just sort of built that up that Amazon provides that. There was also no digital card. So uh, if the digital is important to you, just know that you would have to shell out another, I think it was $7.99 on iTunes. Don't quote me on that. And things change all the time. So, you know, you're going to be putting upwards of $30 into this if you want a digital myself. I'm Or, you know, a lot of people just do the subscription services. They don't even buy copies. Um, I do the subscription services sometimes in the summer when I'm outside a little more and streaming, but uh, winter lasts forever here in Bradford, PA. I'm When I'm listening to music indoors, it's 99.9% .9 of the time vinyl records. So I'll pass on the digital on this myself. Um, this was the standard black color variant. Um, there's a lot of different color variants on this one. Um, you know, I for my money, I I will I love getting a really cool, sweet color variant of a record. Um, I typically am not going to spend five ten dollars extra if it's in the same ballpark as the standard black. I'll do it, but I've got a lot of cool colored vinyl, so if I gotta get the old plain old regular black, I'm fine with it. I'm about the music. First and foremost, I think the color variants are a nice perk, but for me, I have a price limit on that. Uh, this is an, uh, this is a 180 gram weight vinyl, one record. The runtime is 46 minutes, 21 seconds. I'm going to include that in all my reviews, only because I do think it's important when you start talking about singles versus doubles. Um, 
46 minutes, probably getting close to that edge where you'd like to start to see a double. A lot of people will talk about compression of the, the tracks when you, you try to jam too much time on one vinyl record. So that's why we'll include the runtime information. Uh, that's more important to some people than others. I will be honest to do a sidebar. Pantera did indie record store only releases of their albums. I believe it was last year, maybe two years ago at this point. And they were all singles, which sort of steered me a little bit away other than um, I would certainly buy Reinventing the Steel as a single. That album is clocks in probably around the same 46 minutes or so that this Ghost album does. The other Pantera albums are all over an hour, so I've actually gone and gotten the double, standard black double versions of those. So, you know, to each their own as to what you think and whether I could do a blind hearing test and tell any difference, I'm not going to say I can. So that's why we're talking about number of records and the, the run times here. Uh, another thing I... I do want to point out on these things is about the spindle hole. I've had several records where the spindle hole is a little too tight. Actually, not even a little too tight. The record really won't go down on the spindle unless I were to force it, and then you got to force it back off. So that's not a good scenario. Uh, one of my little hacks is I have a flathead screwdriver handy in the room that I listen to records, and I'll just bore out that a few rotations of the flathead screwdriver and away we go and it fits but that's I think it's worth noting it's all part of the quality process here so for the ghost album spindle hole was fine nice fit it wasn't too loose either uh, I, I hear people complain about that as a QC problem as well but uh, to be honest, I don't think I've run into that. I, I, I have run into the too small quite, quite a bit where I've had to bore out that hole with the screwdriver. It's just, you know, it's just bad QC, I guess. And you, you read a lot of articles or a lot of people talk about poor QC. And I don't know if it's um, just the, the sheer amount of volume that these pressing plants are pushing through right now. I'm sure that's a big part of it. Um, you know, the blessing and the curse that everybody's into vinyl now. It's great because it's accessible. You can get it. Everybody, and, and any artist you want now are, are pretty much putting out on vinyl. The curse is you get the big boys like Walmart. They're pressing their own, you know, unique to Walmart only color variants. And, you know, once they get into a game, they're pretty much the boss. So they're going to... They're going to take your pressing time away from those independent artists we love. And I like a lot of them that I love to buy the vinyl right from them. And these guys are getting pushed to the back of the line. Uh, so that's what you're going to run into with this explosion until some folks. Uh, and we lost a pressing plan a few years ago to a fire, one of the big ones. Um, the name escapes me now. So there's just a, a lack of... of available capacity in the pressing industry right now that's causing some of these quality issues. But we're going to call these out as many as I can think of. If I think of more things after doing a couple reviews, I'll amend my little checklist. Another thing I, I like to check are the edges. Are they smooth? Um, the Ghost album was, was, there were no sharp edges. There was one little bump, so it wasn't perfectly 
smooth around. There was a little bump, but but it wasn't jagged. I use a generic version of the Spin Clean to clean my records, so that's where I really can run into some records that have some pretty jaggedy, sharp edges, which is disappointing. Again, it's just a finishing process, a QC thing. And again, will it affect the play of your record, really, the sound? No, but again, it, all these things start to add up, and it makes you wonder what other things maybe got missed in the process. Um, I like to call out, too, if there's a gatefold, mostly because of when you have a double. Um, so I have the ghost marked down as a no, but for some reason I think there is a gatefold on that. So, and I should have brought the album up with me, and I was going to. I'm I'm going to say no with an asterisk. I think there's a. I think there may be a gatefold on that, but it's a single, so it's not as big of a deal. Um, and and it drives me nuts. And I will get to some reviews where I have doubles that didn't bother to do a gatefold and that's that's a pretty big ding to me you got to shove two records into the one sleeve um, when you really should be getting the old gatefold there booklets or inserts you know another fun part about the record game is the big inserts and sometimes you get booklets and and the little extra goodies that are maybe inside of there and then a lot of the pressings too now are pretty basic you might get an insert you might not even get an insert. You might have the, the paper sleeve that the record comes in has something on it, lyrics or a picture or something. In this case, the Ghost album comes with a sweet 26-page booklet. Um, you don't see that a lot, especially, you know, on just the... Um, Standard. This is just considered the standard edition of the record. It's not any kind of deluxe version. So pretty cool. It's it's a 26-page book. It's nice and big. It's got all the lyrics and pictures, you know, not, not photograph pictures really, but uh, drawings and things like that. It's pretty cool. Um, here's another thing I'm going to touch on, even though probably 90% of the time, uh, albums come with just a very generic paper sleeve. I throw the sleeve away or I save it and give them away to people that maybe down some sleeves. I like to use uh, the rice paper lined sleeves, um, so I'll swap those out. In this case, we got a nice paper lined sleeve, or yeah, the rice paper lined sleeve with the album. Just a nice little perk. Um, you know, it's... it's kind of makes you think they went a little extra mile to give a nicer sleeve um, so I didn't have to replace it um, you know there's a couple record labels like Nuclear Blast I know is very good Napalm a smaller metal label very good almost not that I've got 50 records from those labels but whenever I seem to get a record from any of those labels there's always a paper line sleeve it's just a nice little it's a nice little perk no question uh, was the album warped? And again, you know, something like warping was a really big problem at Amazon, and I don't know if they've changed how they store their records. I used to pretty much hold my breath every time I bought a, a record from Amazon, thinking it's going to go back because it's warped. Now, this is a new release, so it hasn't really had time to sit around 
Um, so it is not warped. It is nice and flat. And again, I may do a review where my record's warped and yours isn't. That's not really going to be so much something from the, the pressing plant as probably really, you know, wherever you bought it from, how it was stored. If they're all sitting in stacks, sitting around for weeks and months, however long it takes, you're liable to get some warped records if you've got people that know what they're doing and have things upright uh, your your chances are better to avoid the warp but there's no warp on this also I mentioned before um, dirty dusty no the album was pretty clean I always you know, I should give them a full I always tell people you know to clean their records even the brand new ones because it's like I said the pressing process is a dirty dirty process um, no two ways around it um, and you get the debris and dust and particles and so you want to clean your records even the ones that are quote unquote brand new now i will be honest i buy a lot of records i'm getting records almost weekly like i got one today i'm gonna play and i'm probably just gonna and it's pretty clean i'm probably just gonna give it a few passes with my record my velvet record brush and After that, um, I'm going to give it a go. And then tomorrow, I'll probably run it through the washer um, just because I'm impatient and want to hear it. So, um, but, you know, this ghost record was nice. It didn't have a lot of particles or stuff all over it. Um, so, it's just, again, just another nice thing that you see something get through QC and and there's some care going on with that. Now, as far as the sound quality, which is going to be a little bit different of a review than the content. And I will, full disclosure, I am not an audiophile. I don't claim to be. Uh, I'm not an expert. I'm not going to measure output megahertz or whatever i'm just going to tell you what my ears tell me uh, i you know like everybody else you you've got records some sound better than others you know um and you know the ones that really stand out and there's some that are kind of iffy and everything in between so what i will say and i have um a fluence rt85 I have, I'm not going to get all the models, but I have powered clips, um, I think RP51s, and I have a clip subwoofer. It's just, I mean, that's my setup. It's, it's not, you know, it's not top auto, audiophile. I know there's audiophiles that spend more on their cables than my setup, but I would say it's a fairly, I mean, it's a nice, I, I enjoy it. I think it sounds great, um, but I think it's fair to give that assessment because um, if you're listening to a record player with built-in speakers, I've not heard how that quality is. So everybody's setup's going to be a little different and having the subwoofer is probably helping me with the bass and the, the, the drums, the low end. Um, but I will say sound quality on this is pretty good. I think, um, you know, all the instruments kind of sing <laughs> Uh, not sure how, how else to put it. Um, 
you, you can hear the separate channels of it. it I don't know. You get some recordings. I, I like to call them flat. It just sounds like everything's stacked in together. Um, but this is a pretty good, pretty good sound quality. I think I like it. I'm happy with it. Um, it's a very good. Um, again, pleased with it. it it's just definitely has some body to it. Uh, sounds good. Uh, now on to my little short content review. Again, I'm kind of assuming. You know, if you're buying this record or looking at this record, you're you're gonna you either know the band or you're gonna go to iTunes or wherever and at least listen to samples. You, you know, you I don't think you're gonna go to a podcast of vinyl reviews to see what some fat guy in Bradford, PA, tells you about the record. Um, so that's why the focus we have is really. Um, what, you know, what are you getting? You know, is is it worth getting or was it disappointing? Um, so as far as the content goes, I really love this album. And, I, you know, I said Ghost is kind of love-hate. And I'm not the, the biggest diehard. I do have some Ghost albums. I have Prequel, which there's some good songs on it I don't love. But I do have the live Ceremony and Devotion, and that's a really good album. It's kind of got stuff from all their records, so I like that. Um, really like that album. So I would say, yeah, I like obviously I liked them enough that I did the pre-order on this album. Um, and it's one of those, like a lot of them, the more you listen to it too, the more you really get into it and like it. Um, I'll be honest, when the first single Little Miss Sunshine came out, I wasn't really totally sold. In fact, it, I wasn't even sure I was going to do the pre-order on it. Um, then they had the Hunter's Moon, which was part of the Halloween Kills soundtrack, and they incorporate that um, Halloween theme kind of into the riffage. And that's a pretty good song. And again, I liked it, but I wasn't sitting here thinking, boy, I better pre-order this. But I ended up doing it because I like the band, and I think I've listened to the record four or five times now. It's been out a week, so that's a lot for me. And I, yeah, I just love it. I, I don't know that there's a bad song on it. Um, it's just big, bold, 80s, 70s, 80s, big rock, you know? It's not, you know, I, mean, I think people hate them because they get lumped in with metal and there's metal bands like Metallica called out that they were big fans of Ghost. And they're just, you know, they got some crunchy riffs and stuff, but they're, they're definitely not what you'd call a heavy, heavy metal band by any stretch. There's no screaming, really, for whatever that defines as heavy metal. Um, it's all clean singing. Uh, you know, people don't really like Tobias Forge. The, he is basically Ghost. He writes the songs and the singer and the whatever iteration of the Pope thing that he has going on. They're, you know, they're just that theatrical, throwback theatrical band. Their songs are getting more, <laughs> there's theatrics, there's, the song 20s is horns and all kinds of stuff. It's just great. Um, so if you like Ghost, I think you should definitely consider getting this album. I think it's great. And I think for the $21.49 I paid, um, the quality, everything about it was good for me. Um, nothing stood out. 
um, to me is a miss on the quality end of it. Um, so, you know, for what I spent, um, you know, 21 bucks is starting to get on the low end of, of what you're going to pay for a record, um, unless you catch something on sale. Um, so yeah, pretty happy with it. Like I said, 2149, um, I love it. I, I've been spinning the hell out of it and will probably continue to do so. Um, so this is right about 24 minutes, and I, I kind of thought these things might be about a little half-hour thing. So this is good. Um, the next time, I may sit down and record two of them. Um, but we'll get, get these up, and, and I'm just going to play with this a little and see what kind of response I get. And hope you enjoyed it. Short little review on the Ghost album Impera. Uh, we'll be coming back with some more reviews in the near future. Thank you for checking this out. Um, if you're checking it out, you already probably know at least it's on whatever platform you use, but this should be on iTunes, Spotify, all, all those main ones. And um, if you did, did enjoy it or have any comments, suggestions, um, I'm all for it. I just kind of wanted to get this podcast dusted out and dusted off and and kind of get rolling with it again. So thanks for listening, and uh, I guess spin them if you got them.